hey, 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 boys in the mist, boys. Yeah, I didn't notice like your boys. shirt. Your shirt kind of looks like Miami Vice. It Is does. That, yeah, that's what I was going for. Okay, perfect. Yep. It's like you're driving a. I gotta turn this beat yeah. down a little bit. It's like bit. you're driving a speedboat with like a kilo of cocaine <laughs> in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm wearing obnoxiously short shorts. Oh, not yeah. Like I just have a mustache. Yeah. Like one testicle <laughs> is just peeking out. Yeah. Because it's like. But then I invite you on the boat with like your your fiance, and uh, you know we have some margaritas, we have a good time. But then the, uh, but then the uh, what are they? Then the coast guard pulls up. True pull my boat over do you ever notice that the guy that's dealing cocaine always has like that grizzly five o'clock shadow really really glossy blue eyes mm-hmm. and then like a receding hairline but it's still really long in the back yep it's the same guy in every and movie a mustache. yeah like yep. he yeah that is prototypical cocaine dealer and then oh, he yeah. just like somehow shoes off the coast guard even though that guy blatantly looks like a coke dealer he is the carbon cutout oh yeah but you know what are you gonna do you know, you know. miami vice lawyers get bought Palms get grease. Fuck as you tell me. No yeah. felonies. Reduce the simple assault. That's, oh. a, that's a push it to you. I was going to say, that, sound, that sounds like King. Uh, yep. Boys, <clears throat> welcome in. We're doing a podcast with wine and, bo- and boys. Yeah. We're just two boys huddled around a aging Mac an a- <laughs> sitting in a basement with headphones on. I mean, what else would you be doing in your 30s, right? Yeah. You know, selling insurance. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Boys, uh, wineboyspod at gmail.com. Wine suggestions, silly YouTube videos. Uh, appreciate all of the messages we've been getting via Facebook recently, which I I wasn't expecting that. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's, it actually, so the one thing that it came, I came to realize is that like I, a lot of people do listen to this show, <laughs> like a lot. And I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And, uh, it, I'm gonna cry. Uh, <laughs> just, just so happy. But I say that because we got shirts, motherfucker. Uh, we need to buy them because we got kids that need to go to college. Um, I have, uh, based on our our listenership sponsorships, on the way. So in, I have an impending coke problem that's gonna happen. Um, it's just or some sort of drugs because that's what happens. First you get the money, mm-hmm. then you get the power, then you start doing coke. I mean that's just yeah, that's just yeah. always how it is. Listen, I need you out on the streets doing hard drugs. Yeah. Okay? Ill- illicit drugs. Illicit drugs. But before okay? we do those, um, we're at Wine Boys Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. You can buy t-shirts, not cocaine, at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the wine boys. Um, I mean, if hoodies were drugs, you should buy ours. Yes. That's it. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, I'm at, yeah, I'm at Zach Edward on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, got a comedy show coming up tomorrow night. Albany, where are you at? I'll be there. Look at you, just leaving me to the very end. Beat ran out, but I'm here. This is awkward, but it's not. Boys, you can find me on Instagrams and Twitters at Lord Gerald. You can catch me on the side of the highway again, doing community service. Also sell my sweet, hot man pussy. Hi, I'm Gerald. And I'm Zach. And we are the Wine Boys. What's the most painful can of soup to be beaten with? 
probably Campbell's chicken and no, probably not chicken and rice. Okay. I would say the the, the condensed tomato soup. Hmm. You had to add the water to it. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially tomato paste. I was thinking cream of broccoli. I'm sorry, cream of mushroom. Cream not of broccoli. mushroom soup. Yeah, because it thick. Oh my god, I didn't realize how bad it would hurt. Yeah, it's pretty painful, right? God, compare that to oranges or maybe <laughs> soap in a tube sock. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely comparable. Like it, as much razzle and dazzle as chunky soup puts out. It's just, it's still it's a, not as it's a thin soup. Condensed. It's not as thick. Here's and the chunk, difference. Chunky is thick. It's a thick soup. But it's not like. It's a soup that eats like a meal. Yes. But it's not like Campbell's casserole yeah. foundation. Can you, you remember when you had to eat Campbell's soup as a kid? And mm-hmm. mind you, had to because there wasn't any other of these like fancy soups in the market yet. Yeah, yeah. There was no Progresso, which by the yeah. way, you might as well be getting beat with like a, uh, I don't know an empty can it's it's nothing yeah. like yeah it'll it'll sting but you know i just it's not it's dense, not that bad just yeah dense soups it's like getting hit by a pool noodle like <laughs> hit what a can of progresso feels like and don't get me started on the heart healthy cans oh like, god Jeez. jesus it's like why okay first of all when somebody gives you heart healthy canned soup Mm-hmm. They're lying because there's so much salt in there already. And they're just saying, instead of 500 milligrams of sodium, we put 250. It's yeah, still it's a lot. Half. It's still too much salt. Like, it's, still, it's still a lot It's still like 40% yeah. of your daily recommended salt. <laughs> like, it's way too much. I love when you look at like the, the uh, what is it, the uh, the chunky soup, like the, the, the bacon and potato soup. Oh, God, it's like 1,100 milligrams yeah, of salt. you're like, Jesus Christ, this is like you more get done, than half yeah. of what I'm supposed to have in a day. You get done eating it, and then you take your socks <laughs> off, and you have them ring around your ankle. <laughs> like, just like, what did you eat today? Oh, chunky baked potato soup? I should probably go to the hospital. Uh, are you sweating? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm sweating. If I fall asleep, watch me. <laughs> I'm going to take a shower. If I'm not back in five minutes, call the hospital. <laughs> Mike died in his sleep last night. <laughs> what happened? Well, he ate a can of chunky baked potato soup. A whole can? God damn it. <laughs> Do you know how much sodium that is? Mike's a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as we're hawking fucking uh, hot browns in this podcast, which yeah. is essentially... Uh, I believe 2,000 milligrams of salt in one oh, sitting. Yeah. It's guaranteed to be four days worth of sodium yeah. in You're, a serving. Yeah. We, give cardi- we make cardiologists blush. Like, <laughs> you, walk in, you walked into Dr. Thompson's office. Dr. Thompson, how are you? I'm doing well, and I just checked your blood work, and holy shit, what have you been eating? <laughs> it's just like, oh, I went over to Charlie Mustard's, got a hot brown. How many? Oh, three times this week. You ate three hot browns this week? I said, Some, listen, listen. Jim, I enjoy a good hot brown from time to time, but three in a week? I mean, Jesus Christ, I gotta put you on I gotta put you on high blood pressure medication now. <laughs> and I told you, I listen, I mean and you know the, our wives know each other very well. They're gonna talk about it at tennis practice. <laughs> and listen, I don't wanna feel that way. I'm gonna give you a shot today, it'll take your insulin levels down, but you need to lay <laughs> off the, the you gotta lay off the hot browns. You got the one two punch of diabetes and hypertension. You gotta listen, you gotta chill it on the hot browns. Hit the sauna. Listen, here's your regimen. All right. You're gonna have to shift. Vitamin D, zinc, and I need you to hit the sauna for at least an hour. <laughs> and you gotta just melt. I need you listen, melt. I don't care. Sweat. Yeah. And I want you, I want it hot. I mean, I'm talking like it, you, I want your prunes to have prunes. All right, <laughs> just let it sit. 
I want you to milk. <laughs> you have to start measuring your blood pressure and PSI. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Jim, you're looking like a pool floaty. You need to relax. <laughs> if I put you in an ocean, and if I put you in the, <clears throat> if I put you in the large side of the ocean right now, you'd float. All right, you need to chill it out. Cut out the salt. All right, no more hot browns. I, I, no more hot browns. I don't know if he's going in a cardiac arrest or he's a properly inflated tire. <laughs> it's just, huh, I don't know. Your PSI is perfect. It's 33. 33. Perfect. perfect for these, these rocky, wintry conditions. You get great fuel economy with this. <laughs> All right, boys. Tonight. Jim's the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you eat enough hot browns, you'll look like him. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Boys. Just rivets in your arm and your legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's drink oh, some. My girl's gonna die in my sleep. <laughs> All right, boys. It was euphoric. <laughs> That's what crack felt Imagine like. your life. How disappointing your life is that you're like this down on your luck, middle aged man. The only thing that makes you happy is eating enough hot browns to almost kill yourself. <laughs> and that's and that's oh, the euphoria of it. Like going, to go on your lunch break. <laughs> where you know you're you know your bitch wife won't judge you, so you go. You order up a hot brown with uh, extra, with extra whiz, <laughs> and then you eat it in the car like a fucking savage. And you look around so nobody. <laughs> so you hope nobody notices you. Oh my god! I gotta tell you, uh, uh-huh. I I truly enjoy eating in my car. Not while driving though. I hate okay. I, I hate driving while eating. Mm-hmm. But like in a in a parking spot at mm-hmm. like at like a fast food restaurant, I love sitting in the car. I find that so depressing. It's like d- you pull up it to, is. like let's see, like I've I've actually done this before, like at work, where like I on my lunch break, I pull up to a Taco Bell. To get some lunch. And you feel a little shameful. But at least I have the dignity to go inside and eat like a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just like I'm gonna, don't I'm going to make this a full dining experience. I don't, I don't want a Taco Bell crumbs in my car. Taco Bell's the one meal that's tough to eat in the car. Well, the thing is, we don't even have to name a specific menu item in Taco Bell because it all tastes like Taco Bell. It all tastes like Taco Bell. And it's, and it's difficult to eat. Yeah. In the car. Yeah. Unless you have one of the boxes and then you have mm-hmm. you already have a trash can yeah. <laughs> sitting you, on your lap. You pull up, you see the overweight middle-aged woman sitting in her sitting in the parking lot of Taco Bell. She looks over from her whatever <laughs> miscellaneous Taco Bell menu item, mm-hmm. her nachos bell grand, whatever the fuck she's eating. It's usually a And then you like wave at her and she looks up with like a mouthful of food <laughs> with like with it's like, like sour cream running down her face. Yeah, yeah. Just like the, yeah. the cheese paste around her lip. Yeah. <laughs> Let me wash this down like, with a Baja Blast. Like, like you just caught a raccoon going through yeah. your trash can. <laughs> just shocking her eyes. <laughs> just like wave. Just, hey, just, Karen. Just a squirrel with a, with a mouthful of nuts. Yeah. Just like... like <laughs> The amount of shame on her face—it's—it's it's a deer—it's a deer in the headlights look yeah, with just, with cheesy fiesta potato grease yeah. on her face. How many Weight Watchers points did this take off, Karen? <laughs> huh? Like, <laughs> it's a twenty-eight point meal. She—that's uh, that's, oh, today and then some. I had a I had an instance the other day. Now the one fast food meal that I feel a little empowered about eating in the car is Wendy's. I don't know why. <laughs> I oh, it just feels like it's a it's like the better. 
It's like uh-huh. the best of the fast foods. Uh-huh. Like it just, the way it carries itself. It doesn't carry itself like it's a dollar. It mm-hmm. carries itself like come inside and eat here. Yeah. But if you want fresh, never frozen yeah, beef. Yeah. Go ahead and eat in the car if you want to. I know you're a busy businessman doing business stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> business. Haha, <laughs> business. Maximum over business. <laughs> and what happens is you eat in the car. And then you always kind of – I'm always looking in my peripherals, just kind of seeing, like, who's around. And the guy next to me was in a Chevy Geo Prism, like the old ones, probably like a oh, late 90s, early 2000s one. Uh-huh. And the back tires are bottoming out. Ooh. And he is big. Like, he is okay. – He is – like, we were, ta- we were talking Jim Michelin Man. All right, this guy was, like, the state – he was State Puff Marshmallow. Like, he was big man. And now, it's here's a- the thing is, I'm not a Schvelt boy myself. You're not either, but at least you, you carry yourself like a – like you actually give, give a fuck about your life. Like I try, I try to give fucks. Listen, I understand that like obesity is definitely a problem and it's an addiction, but mm-hmm. there are some people that you just know are throwing in the towel in life. <laughs> like that guy, that guy right there with his fucking big, with his biggie frosty. I don't even know if uh-huh. they make biggies anymore. He's just like, go find the biggest cup you got. And, and <laughs> And he's just dipping his nuggies in in, in this the, giant vat. Yeah, and I'm just I'm eating my uh-huh. I'm eating my crispy chicken sandwich, and I'm just uh-huh. I'm eating it. And he's and I and we make a little awkward eye contact, and he's just like, like just just a squirrel that just got caught in the middle of the road, and he's weaving in and out of traffic, and he's just like, you could tell he was sad. He's just like nobody's supposed to see me. Like <laughs> this is where I hide. I'm invisible in my geo prism. <laughs> That doesn't have tinted windows. It doesn't have tinted windows, and I'm bored. And I gotta, I'm, I'm dipping my chicken nuggets in a chocolate frosty. Like, <laughs> of course people are gonna see you. I'm just dipping my nuggies in a frosty. Yes, just, yes I ordered a frosty and a diet coke. Yeah, just, I, I, it's, I, that actually does make me laugh when somebody orders the copious amount of food and then they order a diet drink after, and it's like, oh, it's hilarious. People, I don't think anybody can truly look me in the face and say I enjoy the taste of diet coke more than Coca Cola. I feel like your palate adapts. I know, but like I don't really like the taste of diet drinks. Also, diet drinks use fake sugar, and the real drinks use mm-hmm. they use real sugar on top of fake sugar. Yeah, so the, the high fructose corn syrup, real sugar, but also fake. And mm-hmm. then they also use pure cane sugar. But diet drinks use like the Splenda, yeah. and the aspartame, and like all the stuff you're not supposed to. All the artificial shit your body is just like, what the fuck is going on in here? Yeah, well, the way I like, look at it is you can have the artificial shit that'll give you cancer later, or the real shit that'll give you diabetes now. So decide. <clears throat> Pick a side. No. Pick a side, America. <laughs> Pick a side. So, yeah. It's, Not this it, week. All right. I feel like if you're drinking, if you're going to drink soda, it's like, you, you just got to make a choice. You want to be fat now or you want to get cancer later. I like, feel like I've done a really good job of trying to cut out soda. Like, I've only had it like, two times in the mm-hmm. last month which is pretty good okay i was probably like during the pandemic i was we were buying like a case of soda and i was like i should not be drinking this okay like i should actually like after i had surgery i was like let me find all the shit that's gonna put me back in the hospital like let's not, let's get rid of that if we can yeah like, yeah yes i get the occasional fast food meal but i ain't getting i'm not trying to eat a cheeseburger it's like i will, I will eat a chicken sandwich with like no mayo okay like, i'm i am a, a disgusting person yeah but it's just dry. It's just so dry. And here's the thing. As, as, a, as a former fast food employee, I can tell you that nobody ever orders the grilled chicken. Yeah. So I have. because of that, the grilled you chi- do. The grilled chicken at a, at a fast food place is pretty good, actually. Well, here's the You're kind of hit or miss, though, mm-hmm. because because nobody orders it. It's either 
they make like two of those little grilled chicken fillets at the beginning of the shift and yeah. they've just been sitting for hours oh. or they make it fresh when you order it yeah because like, nobody orders like it chick-fil-a makes a good grilled chicken sandwich <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah if we're doing fast food establishments like yeah but chick-fil-a actually sells more of those than like well yeah because they actually because McDonald's i mean they, they are grilled chicken yeah i mean there are chicken sandwiches that's all they do <laughs> yeah 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 so like you better luck but i i would say like don't if you're gonna go to fast food like don't order grilled chicken because yeah. nobody orders that shit so you're you're literally flipping a coin either it's been sitting for hours or they just made it's it. dry as fuck or they like just made it as soon as you ordered if you order it and they tell you to pull around you're in luck <laughs> well they tell you all right you're gonna have to wait a few minutes you're in luck it's gonna be fresh yeah that's i always find that i have to wait for chicken nuggets i don't know why is that mm-hmm. like the it must be like the most popular food item at fast food restaurants because Every time, if I go to a fast food place after 8 p.m., mm-hmm. I always wait for chicken nuggets. Yeah. Always. They, they never know how many they're going to sell. Well, obviously too many because I have to wait. And they practically give those fucking things away. I know. I mean, you know. She's like, do you want 10 of these for a dollar? It's like, yes. We'll give you 50 nuggets for $4. Do you remember when McDonald's was giving, what was it, 20 nuggets for like four bucks? Yes. Oh, my fuck. I mean, that's you so know how many, many years I took off in my life. I, I used to eat those by, okay. So I had like the phase where I was like really beefy and I was mm-hmm. eating a lot of, of McDonald's and it was 20 piece <laughs> McNugget, large fry, large drink. Mm-hmm. And I, I still was that. hungry. That was the problem. And I, and I knew I had a problem when I was still hungry after that. You know, like I'm, I'm breathing and I'm just like, there's nuggets. <laughs> when, when, when you're breathing and you have to do like the second breath and you're just like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. Good. Breathing in between bites. Uh, <laughs> you start, you get so fat, you start putting an M in chicken. <laughs> chicken. Chirp burn. There more chirp cut nuggets. Chirp Chirp cut nuggets. All right. Let's drink one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We talked about chum gun and all. <laughs> oh my god, chuck burn. Chum gun. What was that? What was that thing we said uh a few episodes back? What was it? Uh it had something to do with grilling. Is it like uh I can't fucking think of it. It was so, so stupid. Uh <laughs> of course it was stupid. But it was like, uh, oh god, I, I can't forget about it. You're blowing it, Charles. I had something to do. You're blow. <laughs> you're blowing it. You're blowing it, Charles. I can't fucking think of it. It has something to do with like beer in the fridge or something like that. Oh, what? God. It's not. I don't know. It's I not don't alcoholism. It. If you're grilling, like, I don't sure. Know. Let's go with that. Um, I don't remember. Oh, you. Oh, the chick. The because you were. Uh, beer, your beer braising the chicken. Oh yeah, burka trucker. <laughs> yeah. You guys want some beer bar chicken? Got some beer bar chicken. Chicken's getting drunk. Chicken, <laughs> chicken had drank a pop up. You want beer bar chicken? That's all. That, when you said chicken, I got it. Chicken. You guys want some chicken? <laughs> you guys want some chicken? <laughs> you like beer bar chicken? <laughs> <laughs> and then you place me in the back of your flat bed after cleaning me out. Yeah. <laughs> Clean out the innards. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna save the gizzards for later. <laughs> Not so bare by trucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we have a Chardonnay. She's <laughs> uh, so, looking like an extra an extra from Miami Vice. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah man. Highway to the danger zone. So anyway. <laughs> Tonight we have uh, a 2018 Chardonnay called Backstory as I slam into my... Uh, <laughs> Just smash it into the microphone. Hey, how's that my taste? my mic arm. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Okay. Uh, this is called Backstory. And the fuck. Back of the bottle reads. What's the backstory on this? <laughs> Let's see. It says, each year a new chapter unfolds in our vineyards. Long warm days and constant nurturing give way to frenzied excitement of harvest. Early dawn brings rushing feet, busy clippers, and bins swelled with ripe fruit hurried to the waiting cellar. There, our winemaker's patient hand in the embrace of gentle oak coaxed vineyard bounty into finished wine. Every wine has a backstory. This one was 18 years old when it got off the bus in the big city. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every wine has a backstory. <laughs> a place where... This one got on a train going anywhere. <laughs> where bold characters are born. A rich storyline set against a lush backdrop that unfolds with layer upon layer of intrigue. Hmm. Mm. And in case of a true classic, a finish that leaves you wanting more and more and more. The same way Mrs. Anderson wanted more of young Christopher <laughs> as he cleaned her pool while Mr. Anderson was away on his business trip <laughs> in the Swiss Alps with his good friend Chuck. <laughs> it's always Chuck or like Charlie. Mm -hmm. She was sure. She was sure Chuck was deep in the closet. So deep, in fact, that if he coughed, mothballs would fall out. <laughs> Hence the reason why he never gave her any children. <laughs> now that is a backstory. Backstory. Yeah. But. Hmm. Yes. Mrs. Anderson was tired of Mr. Anderson giving her the same excuse night after night. When you say Mr. Anderson, why, all I can think of is the Matrix. The Matrix yeah. <laughs> as to why he couldn't pleasure her. Well, that's a backstory. So young Christopher was invited inside for some ginger ale. Libations. Libations. Would you like a lemonade, Christopher? I sometimes put a splash of ginger ale in it to make it fizzy. Backstory. <laughs> I knew this one was going to be fun as soon as I bought it. Yeah, just the name. It's, play backstory. it's playful. Plays Why hasn't the there been a movie called Backstory where backstory. it's just a backstory for like an hour and a half? It's just a backstory? Yeah. What would it be? Like, whose backstory would it be? Liam like Neeson. Okay. <laughs> I have the cast. Liam Neeson, <laughs> James Franco. Will always, okay. He's going to play the confused cousin. Okay. He's got a confused cousin face. Oh my god! Just kind of like what? Uh, oh, you want to you want to read about this wine? Then we'll pour it. I already oh yeah. opened it. Yeah. I'm because you're because you're thirsty. Yes. Yeah. This is backstory Chardonnay from California. Mm. It's a California Chardonnay. It's a twelve and a half, uh, twelve and a half percent ABV. Um, okay. Your taste character. I'm sorry. Let me get the price of this. Average price of this wine is between eleven ninety nine and fourteen ninety nine. I paid. $10.99. Ooh, on sale? Sales alert. <clears throat> sale. Everything must go. Go, go, go. Go. Usually when a wine is on sale and there's a lot of it, it's not very good usually. And there's only a few bottles of this left. So I'm mildly optimistic. Mildly. Mildly optimistic. It did have a long backstory though. So I'm mm. a little worried about hmm. that. Well, hopefully it doesn't taste like cough syrup. Hmm. No. 
But, but if it does and I start getting really high, I'm not going to be upset. No, 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 no. It's like, dude, I'm on the third plateau. <laughs> I can see the top of the mountains and they are good. <laughs> Taste characteristics. You're going to get bold, dry, and acidic notes. Okay. Oak forward with vanilla and butter. Okay. So your typical shardy. Yep. Pear and green apple. <clears throat> and then you're going to get tangerine and citrus notes. Okay. Bit on the sweeter side. See, yes. And this is 100% chardonnay. Okay. Let's get in it. Oh, oh, sorry. I forgot about this one part. Uh, pairs well with Vicodin. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. That's vegetarian. I read that wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been... Vicodin, for... vegetarian. What's the difference? Uh, it pairs well with uh, vegetarian and rich fishes that yeah. are fat, like salmon and tuna. Mrs. Anderson doesn't mind. No. Oh, please, Christopher. Call me Judy. Judy Anderson. Mm-hmm. God. That's Can I take pictures of this? Yeah, I probably should. Anyway. For the internet. God damn it. <sighs> you know, working with real professionals here, you know. Just, okay. There we go. Yeah. All right, you get in there. Backstory. Backstory. Hmm. <clears throat> yes. Sounds quite lovely. Yeah. Backstory by Miranda Cosgrove. No, it's not. So <laughs> Miranda. <laughs> Cheers. Backstory by J.K. Rowling. Ooh, awkward. Ooh. Awkward. Mm. Oh, words. <laughs> mm. Okay. It's okay. Tastes like a Chardonnay. Yeah. It's balanced. It's fruit forward. It's yep. I do get the tangerine note, which is interesting because I never really have heard tangerine described in a wine before. No, me either. Definitely get like a yeah, kind of get like that like Granny Smith apple vibe. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Wait, I gotta mm-hmm. do that. <clears throat> You gotta do that thing, noxious thing in everybody's like ears. Yeah. Like I'm an extra and yeah. Where's my spit cup? Like I'm an, <laughs> like I'm an extra and sideways and Paul Giamatti's yelling at me because his wardrobe is out of style. <laughs> at least it's not a Merlot. I, I'm fucking drinking Merlot again. <laughs> That's right. my favorite midlife crisis movie, I think. Sideways. Sideways? Yeah. It is really good. I shit on Paul Giamatti because he always just plays like surprised old man in every movie. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just like, oh, really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, really, Paul. <laughs> gravelly voiced old man. Yeah, gravelly voiced old man. Angry old man. Yep. He's a heavy breather, too. He yeah. is. Yep. Nods his head in anger. Yeah. And I told Judith. That I wasn't in the mood that night. So she betrayed my trust while I was in the Alps with Chuck. <laughs> with, with Chuck. With Chuck. Oh, uh, God. All right. Well, speaking of in the Alps with Chuck, let's talk about Trump. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, we knew it was coming. Well, so listen, listen, <clears throat> if we don't talk about it, everybody else is going to. Well, at this point, we paused the podcast last week to watch the debate and then came back, which, by the way, we're so overwhelmed 
last week after watching that debate. I was like, obs- we we failed to mention the part where uh, Trump royally fumbled the white supremacy question. Yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, oh yeah, because he basically now there. I I have so many different now. I've literally spoken to every type of person mm-hmm. and have gotten like their reasoning behind who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. So like I've talked to like business owners who are like, I'm voting for Trump because he's going to make me more money. Mm-hmm. And here's the reasons why. And they, and they have legitimate points. Not really. They but do, anyway, they do though from okay. a, they do because of the way it's structured because the way that unfortunately the way the democratic, the Democrats have, made business mm-hmm. for the the 1% people and for the business owner they've gave them so many breaks in mm-hmm. most most things that now the business owner of today thinks that this Trump guy is going to just kind of get is going to keep me on the straight and narrow but then you raise the points of what about global pandemic and what about you know his feelings towards other races <laughs> uh-huh. what about like it just what about he, the fact that the economy really wasn't that good it prior was, to the pandemic correct it wasn't that good but he drums it up to the point where people were just like he fantas he uh well not fantasizes what's the word i'm trying to think of he uh strokes he no there's he, he i mean overemphasizes, but there's i'm thinking of another word i can't mm-hmm. think of it poop mm. it's poop Poops. no um Okay, well, regardless, he he's 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 a Jesus. He's dramatic, and he yeah he, yeah, and he tells everybody you know exactly what's going on. But um, what happened is is Donald Trump got COVID nineteen. Yes, and so did his wife. After now, was it one of his press people got it, and then uh, a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a uh, when they had the when they basically introduced his nomination his nominee for the supreme court after ruth bader ginsburg died mm-hmm. um in the days since then several people in trump's inner circle have tested positive for covid hmm. how many people is it now about 9, nine or 12 I think it, is. it might be <clears throat> i thought it was it was 9 at the end of the day yesterday i thought okay so 9 people total from that event have tested positive for covid but not jared kushner no. Shit. He's young and he's strong. He is. <clears throat> and Ivanka's got him on a tight big, leash. Big manly man. She's got him on a leash. Oh yeah. <laughs> like so, li- like literally. Yeah. They do pup play. He's gotta be the he's gotta be the pup. I don't know. I feel like he has uh There's some stuff about Jared Kushner that's gonna come out. Like Chris like Christian Grey type stuff or like Uh a uh, little more insidious. Like uh like Patrick Bateman? Close? I don't know if it's quite that bad. Like he's not murdering hookers? I don't, I don't, well, maybe. He I, might. I, I Who, knows? Knows? Who knows? <clears throat> like, he's not, like he's dropping a chainsaw down from his 30th store apartment? Yeah. In New York yeah. City? Got a reservation at Dorsey, though. You like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> <laughs> How many references to that movie have we made on this podcast? That's my... F- <laughs> I think it's one of my favorite... Because... It's it's the way it's happening in that movie is uh-huh. he's he is prepping to murder this guy. Yeah, yeah. And he is still keeping that like lively Wall Street business like yeah. white guy thing. Yeah. And it's he's just like peppy white guy yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just like, you know. After I was really letting his hair down. Yeah. You like you Lewis in the news and he's just fucking like Fucking A. Yeah. Fucking A. And he's just like about to hatchet <laughs> this guy's head off. Yeah. Like it's just 
putting on like the the raincoat and yeah. all that. And he's like tarping. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. but this album was really their return of form. Yeah. So God, I can understand like it, <laughs> that movie really like although it it does have its flaws like that movie has it's the perfect look at a sociopath. Yeah. And which obviously then turns into a psycho, but like it's a sociopathic look at somebody who's just like, I am wealthy and successful, successful, and I'm still not happy. And the only thing that'll make me happy is murdering people. Yes, because my wife is so hot. My life, my wife, my life is so hollow and meaningless. Yeah. Um, But back to our president who has COVID. So COVID-19. What I found interesting, though, was. Um, some of the conspiracy theories I heard coming out so after, many. and one of the one of my favorite ones is that he never actually had COVID. I just think it's a horrible balanced diet of Big Macs and Diet Coke. <laughs> that is most of his diet. That's what's causing the. That's what's he's. I think he's always had respiratory issues, and now yeah, yeah. you know, in one night they caught him at a bad angle, having him heavy breathing, and I'm just like, he just walked up a flight of stairs. Like, <laughs> well, I think I. You know I how many stairs are in the White House? Like, yeah, I, that is a calisthenic workout. So I, I definitely think he has it. I think so too. I but mean, I think he has a team of like the world's best doctors working on him. And let's be honest. Yeah. If he was an average dude, things wouldn't be looking so hot right now. Well, no, given the fact that he is over 70, mm-hmm. overweight, mm-hmm. horrible diet. Like yep. he basically has everything that COVID-19 yeah. feasts on. Like the man's, the man's diet is mostly fast food and Diet Coke. Yeah. I mean, he's it's openly not, admitted to drinking 12 in a day. That's, yeah. that's two, a dozen, a tuck down a 12 pack? Jesus Christ. Jesus, Donald. Like, even if you're getting homemade Big Macs, it's still not good for you. No, no. So it's definitely, but because he's the president of the United States, they're going to do everything, everything they can do to save his life. And he's going to get much better care than anybody else. Here's my thought process. Now, I because my because uh, I'm thinking about it from the perspective of I believe both presidential candidates are going to die this year. Okay. <laughs> or in 2021. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's how that's my thought process. So now, who do we look at here? Mike Pence versus Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris is – she has a checkered past. I mean uh-huh. – and, and Mike Pence, he also has – I mean his past is just – He's just very white, <laughs> just so super religious, just, but like that, but fundamentalist. Thing, but the thing is, he's a fundamental, but like he doesn't really say a lot. Mm-mm. And it's as if, if if Donald Trump gets elected, which is very possible, uh-huh. and he dies, mm-hmm. and then Mike Pence takes over. Like, do you like feel like oddly okay with that? No, do you, because be, I uh, all I've seen is like Midwestern contempt on his face. It's I know. the only facial expression he That's has. That's the thing, but I'm but like based on who else I see around mm-hmm. everyone else, I'm uh, kind of okay with that. Well, because uh, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, but he he actually knows how to govern. He's held public office before. Hence, like he's super like right wing religious. Is. Oh, I, I agree with that. But like, like the guy probably flogs himself after sex. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, or he reads Bible verses before he gets flogged. <laughs> Um, could you imagine that? Like quoting scripture. Yeah. Yes. And the book of David states mm-hmm. that, uh, oh, ow, <laughs> just getting whipped in the back. One of those guys, he'd like, imagine like after his first wet dream, he's reading like, old, he's reading old Testament with a ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> 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 
What what happened in Mike Pence's brain after he had his first wet dream when he was like 13? Uh, he confessed his sin um, at his local church and <laughs> prayed. Uh, he prayed and hard. then I prayed hard and then I think he was probably willfully molested. I would say I would say right. I mean, well, I don't think he's Catholic, so he oh, wasn't molested. Oh, I thought Wrong. he was. Sorry. No, 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 no. Those are the Catholics. He's they evangelical. Are. I That's unfortunately know that wrong. very well because I am Irish Catholic and yeah. I know that I've gotten some weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> Such a supple young boy. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. The evangelicals are Father a lot of masses. things. You, you calm your loins. Ooh, good Lord. So, yeah, the, the, the evangelicals are a lot of things. Boy touchers, they are not. They are not. That is one thing. They are not. Now, I got to tell you, they do a lot of other stuff that's a little weird. But the boy touching is something they just stay Mm-mm. away from. Mm-mm. They're just like, oh, that is blasphemy. And it's right. just like, oh, thank God. They're the <laughs> pray the gay away camps. Yep. They're the, we're going to hire this Latin pool boy who's over 18 who's to over have 18? sex with your wife. Yep. And then you my know? my my uh, evangelical university, which is known as probably the most religious of religious universities mm-hmm. that's based on liberties and justices. Mm-hmm. That uh, while infringing on people's while rights, infringing on people's rights, while also having sex with a pool boy for my amusement and sexual pleasure. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. I just like watching my hot middle aged wife. I just, get just <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will do her. <laughs> you fuck her, Rodrigo. <laughs> oh God, I'm just I'm just having like flashbacks to Narcos. Yes, Rodrigo, you Aztec warrior, you. <laughs> Slay that yeah, that white woman. Do you love her white flesh? <laughs> Let's take her down the back roads of Machu Picchu. Yes. Um, Call her your alabaster queen. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. Uh, I think that there's a, uh, a distinct possibility that there is that in Mike Pence, but he's just quiet about it. Okay. Like he's a good religious boy. Like he okay. does, he doesn't talk about it, but he there's are there are some skeletons in those closets, mm-hmm. uh, and by and I mean there's there's a few closets, but I feel like uh, Mike Pence is the walking embodiment of missionary with the lights. Oh off. yeah, oh god, he doesn't even he take his, he doesn't even take his pajama bottoms off, puts his penis right through the hole. Yeah, never yeah. showered without flip flops, even in his own home. Does he wear the uh, the mandals? Of course. Okay. And swim trunks. And swim trunks. <laughs> he's, he's a never nude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Uh, like, when he was <laughs> teaching his son to use the bathroom, he just said, remember, if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. God doesn't like that. God doesn't like that. <laughs> tisk, tisk, Billy. Tisk, tisk. Tisk, tisk. Mm. You're not a masturbator, are you, boy? No, we don't do that here. We don't do that here. Which you leave my my God willed mm-hmm. home. Um, yeah, today you're masturbating. Tomorrow you're living in San Francisco. Yeah, but here's the thing: is that <clears throat> there's a lot of misconstrued. Um, there's a lot of misconstrued thought processes. So like, okay, now we're looking at it. So now we have these two gentlemen. One now has COVID and one doesn't. So mm-hmm. uh, automatically Biden's winning. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. But I, but I think he has COVID of the brain, syphilis. Um, <laughs> and he just doesn't. I think he just has old age. I just think the man has dementia and he needs to admit it when he takes the oath of office. Now, mm-hmm. if he does and Kamala Harris inevitably becomes the president of the United States of America, a black woman, which is different, it's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a very checkered past, though. We know that as well. There's a lot of people that have dug up the stuff about her just, like, sleeping her way to the top. 
And Who'd she this, fuck? I, I didn't hear about this. Apparently a few hundred people. Um, but then also, you know, her being a cop and just, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's going to jail. Not um, going to lie. Makes me like her more. I know. Kind like of, this hot yep. cop fantasy. I mean, if we're yeah. being honest, we're just basing it off of uh, attractiveness. I mean, Kamala's, I mean, she's. Smoke show compared to those other dogs. I mean, Just think about it. You got Joe Biden. Hounds. Joe Biden has like this this tooth overbite. He kind of looks. Mm-hmm. He's got this like breathy old man quality. Yeah, I mean, he was he was back a sex in the day. He was day. he was a Sterling Fox back in the day. Oh yeah, um, Young Joe. Young Joe. Absolutely. Even Young Trump was kind of, was was kind of a hot piece. Like before the he hair, before the hair, hair thing going. Yeah, before the hair turned into like a I stack find of hay. Like young pictures of Donald Trump. Like Donald. Look at like late eighties Trump. Yeah, okay. even late eighties Trump. Even that wasn't he in like his forties at the time. Yeah, but he was mildly attractive. Really. Let's see. Very fuckable. Donald Trump doesn't look anything like uh, his son. I mean, it's just those are some funny looking boys. Yeah, those are some silly. Those are some silly looking children's. Um, but yeah, young Donald could. Yeah. Absolutely fuckable. Yeah. For I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Stonewall Jackson. Looks like Patrick Bateman. Yeah. yeah. It's the comb over thing. Gives you kind of a Gordon Gecko vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For young but like Donald Trump. Young Let's Biden see. is yeah, that man that man fucked. Um, oh yeah. That's why he can't think anymore because he 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 can't he just his lucidness came off of the fact that he was just coming so much. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, oh, now I can think. There's a young Trump. Okay. Yeah. He had a punchable face. I'm I was going to say, lie. young Trump kind of looks like a Nazi. <laughs> a little bit. Punchable. Punchable Nazi face. But a little older. Still kind of douchey, but yeah. he, he's a guy you'd get skied up with. I'm curious what like old Pence photos look like because Pence just looks like a Q-tip right now. Oh my like, god! He, just, I mean, he does. His hair is so white, but he's still so kind of tan. White, it's but a natural tan. Like he works on the farm. Yeah, a farmer's tan. Let's see. Young, plays, plays a lot of golf without a hat. Like yes. I don't know. Can we pause? Though? I gotta pee. Yeah, go ahead. And then she came. Oh, oh hey. Oh, oh shit. shit. Sorry. Shit. All right. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're back now. Yeah. Uh, yeah we I are. guess we're not talking about hot presidents and Yeah, we can't anymore because the way that I thought about it is it's pretty obvious that the woman is going to win that argument between two men. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I don't just I don't find Mike Pence that hot. Me either. I find I think some women definitely find him attractive. Um I don't uh, in a midwestern like housewife sort of way, yeah. Like in a he moses lawn, like he moses lawn in his like tidy whiteies kind of way. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's like yes, dear, I'll do the dishes, like yes. that sort of way. Like a missionary with the lights off. Yeah, he's, he, the, he's the kind of guy that talks dirty, and they have to have a conversation about who's taking out the garbage that night. Yeah, like that's awkward, and he doesn't want to have those awkward conversations because he's a stern yeah. middle American. Yeah, he needs to be more of like a regular household. Like I would. What, is, what I, is his dirty talk? Um. He's probably talking about like bills that are gonna pass the house. Okay. <laughs> and he's like stern romance type mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And his wife is she's actually well what's happening is his he he's turns his wife around for, for doggy style, but he's only doing it because he's actually trying to pass legislation on her back. Okay. And she's reading probably Reader's Digest, which is like yeah. the midwife you know, mid uh, midwestern wife, 
you know, like, magazine of choice. Yes, and he's I'm, just like licking the pen and just uh-huh. being, you know, jotting down things. And he definitely licks his finger before he turns the page. Yeah, and, and he's balancing on his wife's back, and he, <laughs> like, and he, and the, he, the, he's having sex with her, and she's not really feeding back to it because she's also she's a finger licker. She turns the page, yeah, yeah. and then like one good spot, and she'll go ooh, and like that's it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I love it when you cup your breast. Yeah, like that guy. And, um, and then, and then she like finds an, uh, an article about pot roast, and he goes, "Oh, go go back to that. <laughs> that, looks, that looks divine." So, but I feel like at this point, though, we're we're kind of coming full circle. Um, so early episode, we talked about incels, right? Yeah, and, oh. and we shared the the philosophy. Of we had an, yeah, we had a deep, 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 deep conversation deep about incels. We almost got an incel to it, do an interview, but then he got nervous. Yeah. Um, He's but just anyway. like, you're going to ruin us. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, yeah. You can stay anonymous. I wonder if he's still alive. Anyway. I don't know. He might have. They have about a depression. Might have faced the rope. Anyway. <laughs> the t- Do you mean jump off the top rope? No, no, no. Different oh. rope. Uh, more vertical. More vertical. Than a horizontal. Like rope. off of a chair. I got you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like we're coming full circle. Um, so. I a couple years ago I was really like deep diving hard into incels like the incel corner of like the internet on 4chan or like deeper uh incels. Dot, I don't even know what it, their website I is called it was now. incels.me wasn't it or something it, like that it was incels.co.me then just dot me. me then they've had a lot of cuz they keep getting banned those URLs keep getting banned so they come up with different ones yeah and I I still follow their Twitter account by the way um, I think I no, I, I still follow it too. I, I just I don't get. I'm not in that that algorithm anymore. I don't see the tweets. Me either. And what's happened though is somehow the YouTube algorithm has shifted and it started pushing like hard red pill content at me. Yes. Now for for those of you boys that don't know, and I did explain red pill versus blue pill versus black pill. Um, which for those of you boys that don't know, the black pill is the so it's a reference to the Matrix, really. Uh, you've got Neo had a choice to either take the blue pill where he continued coasting through life, remaining blissfully unaware, or the red pill where you accept the inconvenient truth and then you decide that you're going to take your life into your own hands and live it on your terms versus the incel pill, which is the black pill, which is essentially you accept the hard truth, but there's nothing you can do to actually change it. Mm-hmm. And personally, I actually like this red pill philosophy a lot better. I do too. So it is douchey. Like a lot of those those red pill guys are very, very douchey, but it's interesting. And they fall into some really weird, like bro-y, sometimes misogynist viewpoints. Like well Ex- example. Um, They'll subscribe into some things that many women our age don't exactly like uh, traditional gender roles. Uh huh. Okay. And so, like, uh, uh, toxic thing, certain masculine things they speak of may be a little toxic. Like, um, things are hinted at. Okay, but but not said. But not said a hundred percent. But you got some people that might jump into stuff about. Women trying to take masculinity away from men. Yeah. And that's the reason why you see so many more gay people nowadays. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll see people saying those sort of. Yeah. 
those things. very kind of broad brush thought processes yeah. just like yeah like, I, I don't think it I just works think like maybe that. you just have a conversation with mm-hmm. your with your you know your wife like a person I don't, I don't think anybody's trying to make anybody gay through anything i think uh I think just being gay is more accepted in society now, so that's why it just seems like there's more gay people because more find, people are yeah. just openly gay. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. It's the way the society. Well, society has created this this openness where you can literally be whoever you want to be, and of course, there's going to be people who do not like that. Yeah. And so those that are blissfully unaware mm-hmm. or bl- basically blissfully uh, going against mm-hmm. whatever those per- those other people's thought processes are are usually very happy people. Yeah. They're just people that are just like, yeah, fuck those guys, whatever. I'm gay and I'm proud. Yeah. Great. Do but you. The, you do you, queen, all right? But just in the manosphere in general, there's a big overlap. Manosphere. With like between, there's this big overlap between like the incels and the red pillars where yep. it's like, in a weird way, like they hate women, but in different ways, it's it's weird. Where but in the, the same way, where do too. the chads come in? The ch- the chads are red pillars. Those are red. Okay, so those, those are, are hard, those are the hard, hard red pill guys. Yeah. Okay, so it, your chads are your guys that are, and and to an extent, but your chads are your guys that basically decide I'm gonna live my life on my terms. So it's, I those are the guys that are the I'm the 23 year old CEO. I wake up every morning at 5:30. I exercise. And I'm. I have this apricot brother. <laughs> this apricot yeah, 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 yeah. rubbing my face. Yeah, yeah. They, that, that's how they I live put their ice life. Pack on my cheeks. If I'm feeling a little bloated. I date an Instagram model. Mm-hmm. I make a million dollars a year. Okay. I drive a GTR. Okay. In a massive house, like and I. Yeah, there's so few I of wear, those guys though. It's just like I wear a fifty thousand dollar watch. Those guys, like okay. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you see that in the red pillars, and they're like, if you work hard, you can do it too, and. Yeah, I get that, but also, like, where's the fun? I mean, there's fun in that, but, like, mm-hmm. there's so much de- depression on the backside of that. Like, there is. <laughs> there is. Like, imagine being that person at 23, mm-hmm. being that ambitious to the point where you're just like, I'm going to do this and that and that. Then what about the back half of life? How fucking boring. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you spend all your time working. I know, but, like, at 23, like, save that shit for your 30s, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, learn some stuff about life. Get drunk with your friends. Do some mushrooms. Figure it out. <laughs> like, I'm all for like that's how I feel. And that I told you about my my, my blue pill take because we were joking around, mm-hmm. and I was just saying, listen, the red pill is just Dayquil, and or, or what I was saying was the blue pill is Nyquil. It's Nyquil that's microdosed with ketamine, and it's ketamine that makes you open up that third eye mm-hmm. and really figure out what the fuck is going on. When we're okay. we are we are a legitimate blip on this gigantic radar, mm-hmm. and this radar stretches across millennia. Uh-huh. And we're just fucking floating. Mm-hmm. We're floating in the middle of what can only be described as a period at the end of the sentence that is the galaxy. Okay. We're just okay. there, just chilling. Yeah, yeah. And we have, like, there are, there's definitely other life forms that look at us and they go, well, I mean, they seem cool, but they also seem a little fucking crazy also. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, at any moment, they could just be like, let's blow up that country. And we're just like, I don't know if we want any part of that. Yeah. Because we're so intelligent and uh-huh. we think so highly of this species that if we come there and start showing them all of our cool shit, they're mm-hmm. going to try to murder us. And we don't want that. Yeah. So we just watch them from afar like a TV show. No, but one thing I've also noticed, though, with a lot of these red pillars mm-hmm. is 
everything with a lot of them, everything with them is about money. And mm-hmm. let's be honest here. Money's fun. Money's money's great. And money is very, very important. But they always approach everything from the the perspective of does this add value? Is this enriching me in any sort of way? But which has its pluses, has its minuses. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like everything for them is a strategic move. You know, the woman I date, the clothes I wear, the car I drive, where I live. So, and to yeah. an extent, it is. But I I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, am I okay with these guys? Because some of their content is pretty useful. And some of the message that they preach, like, even then, a lot of these guys have, which I do not know why, a lot of their shit is centered around dating advice. Which is weird, right? To younger guys, yeah. So they'll say, like, you know. As they are 23. And they seem, and they know stuff, right? Most of these dudes are, like, in their mid to late 20s. And they, early 30s. And they get it, They're talking about, they really get it. But they're talking about dating, but some of it's good. Like, some things they say to younger guys, like, if, you know, if you get nervous, like, approaching girls or talking to girls, just remember, you're going to get a lot of no's before you get that yes. Just true. That's just sales, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, (laughs) But that's how they position it. Is like so they're se- sales. They're sell. Yeah. Yeah. Not everything's fucking sales, man. Like everything is sales to these guys. Like I, like I've been, I pretty much lived my entire adult life selling shit. Uh huh. And and I know that if I approach every part <clears throat> of my life just like selling something, and mind mm-hmm. you, there's a lot of productivity exercises and things like that that can be very salesy, and I think some of them do work. Mm-hmm. But I don't go to the grocery store and start haggling with the cashier why chicken is $1.99 a pound and not 99 cents a pound. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's everything is positioned through the lens of value. Yeah. Does this add value to my life? So if Does that this- – and I get that. And if that person wants to live the way they are, I just know that in the back of their mind, they're kind of – they're pretty much an axe murderer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like their thought process is just like I need to find wealth and murder and kill and I'm, I, I'm not yeah. going to kill anybody, but I'm thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. it's just so weird. It's so yeah. weird. And in, in today's and in, I mean in today's world, if those, pe- mm-hmm. and those people still exist on top of all this other shit going on. Like doesn't they lack empathy? I think. Okay. And I, okay. I, I think that's a, that's a huge part as as like a as like a sales point of view. Mm-hmm. Like empathy's a huge thing. Empathy's massive. Yeah, just like you don't even just pretend to care. Yeah, but and some you of get these, so far in life. But some of these guys, I just wish stop and smell the roses, enjoy life for a minute, for five seconds, man. It, it doesn't have to be hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. Every fucking yeah. moment of every day. That's their brand. I'm a brand. Oh yeah, a lot of these guys are hashtag brands. Yeah, influencers. This is what I do. The, the phrase influencer nowadays is basically just a way for you mm-hmm. to sell me something, mm-hmm. and that's why it's always gets down to sales. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I've got this huge Instagram following, so you should probably buy my shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, all right, bro. Like if you hard sell me, uh, if don't hard sell me on like your brand yeah because that's all i hear about Mm -hmm. all day every day what makes you what makes you you what makes you a high value man what makes you are you a classic man (laughs) so i i don't know i just i don't but at the same time i like some of these guys and their message like i do too i i do but it's 
Now it's a little much. Have we talked about Darman on this podcast? I don't think we have. Okay. Now he, is he is he a red pill guy? I imagine the way he lives his life is yes. very red pilly, but because he's putting out, I mean, how many videos is he putting out a week? I think one a day. Is it every single day? Yeah. So he's putting out a smooth five to seven videos. Five a week. to seven videos a week with the most generic bullshit content mm-hmm. that people. Like, but all he's doing is he's spamming the algorithm. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. Is that he's fucking with YouTube's algorithm because yep. he knows it. Yeah. And he's just like. I got 1.5 million viewers that yep. are mostly just, you know. No, he's you know, figured out incels. his lane. Yeah, he's figured out his lane. And he's figured out what keywords he needs to use, what tags he needs to use on YouTube. Yeah. And he just fucks the shit out, out of, of that, that algorithm. algorithm. Yeah. And that's Me all and the algorithm all you need to do. Yeah. We're fluid bonding with this algorithm. Because yeah. even then, with, with YouTube now, like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Okay, in fact, I, I don't even watch cable. I watch mostly YouTube videos. Yeah. And I will tell you this. I don't even check the subscription page anymore. No, not It is literally like front page. What are you telling me to watch right now? Mm-hmm. And the fucking algorithm no, changes. Tell me what I need. Okay. The algorithm changes all the time. Like True. what videos are interesting to me right now? And have you, have you watched The Social Dilemma yet? I've not. I haven't either. And I okay. feel like we need to circle back after we watch it. Okay, we will circle back after okay. we've watched this, The Social Dilemma. Because everybody talks to me about it, how, like, essentially what this, what the doc is telling us is that mm-hmm. we're the product. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, and uh, they use the, the well, they, the phrase that they, they, they use is that the only time you are considered a user is on social media or you're using drugs. That's the only time you're considered a user. Wow. Yeah, you fucked in the head, right? Wow. Yay. How's your life? Ruined? Mine too. Except for when you're using a computer. Not necessarily connected. It does say user, Mm -hmm. but, you know, user error, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm 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 tying the the tourniquet right now. I I feel like that's like, you know, that, that, I'm sorry, that falls into that whole, uh, um, Realize, real eyes, real lies thing. <laughs> Sounds like a Nas lyric. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, you're the user. Yeah, abuser, newser, reducer, yeah. snoozer. User, abuser, drug abuser. Snoozer, Social loser. media abuser, user. Loser, broser, snoozer. Doozer. Real losers spend most of their lives as users and abusers. Come on. <laughs> what is this? That sounds like the guy that comes yeah. into your high school and talks about how bad his life was and just like, yeah, I did drugs. Yeah. I lived in the city. Yeah, I lived in the gritty. city. It's gritty. I used to be a rough. Yeah. I was a four star football recruit. I was going to go to Yukon on a full scally, son. And guess what? I found heroin. I started doing heroin. <sighs> and then I punched my mom in the face and I stole her money. Fuck you, and Carol. I did more. Yeah, fuck you, Carol. I did more heroin. And then at 28, I got, I got put in jail. Mm. And now I'm 30 and I'm going to high schools talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. How much money? And those guys make so much money. I remember when I was like 17 listening to that guy and I was just like, yeah, man. Fuck it. Yeah. Stay off drugs. And now I'm. He's got a story. He's got a story. And now I'm 30 and I'm like, fuck that guy. Dude, I could do that job. Dude, I could do that job. Listen, you you want me to fake a heroin story? 
fucking simple. Listen, you need to do two things. You need to do it. You need to steal it. You need to go to jail for it. And then you need to recover from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. Done. I'm, re- why don't, I'm recovering heroin. Why addict. don't we become inspirational speakers? Like Darman. Well, he's not an inspirational speaker, though. No, but he makes inspirational videos that fuck yeah. with algorithms. We can do that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're so badly produced. And- hey, Darman fam. No, but we need to hit the circuit of like you inspirational. Gotta, before we keep going, boys, uh, if you want to know what we're talking about, all you got to do is search Darman uh-huh. and then get a get a sharp knife and and cut yourself because <laughs> it's it's basically that bad. It's yeah. depression in a video. Yes, they're they're just poorly written, poorly written, poorly. And it's bad acting, bad act. It's basically like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, and they're all like but these for, short after school specials. That are very basic information that shit, like, that stuff that you should know. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like, when you go up to somebody that's, uh, like, if you go up to somebody with a disability, like, just don't make fun of them. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah. Like, if that person talks funny, like, don't make fun of the way they talk. Yeah. It's super easy. Yeah. Don't beat your kids. Like, shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, don't hit your kids. Oh, yeah. If you see a guy and he's wearing an eye patch and uh, he said he was in the war, like, don't make fun of his eye. Like yeah. it's it's really simple. It's very very easy yeah, stuff. Yeah, pretty pretty straightforward. Cut and dry. Cut and yeah, pretty yeah, pretty yeah. cut and dry. You know. So, but yeah, those videos are terrible. But <laughs> we need to become inspirational speakers. Hmm. What do you think our lane is? Uh, first of all, what what drugs did we recover from? Okay. Um, I think I want to do crack. Okay. Right. Doesn't fit your demo, but all right. You're right. Um, Wait, what? What fits straight white man? Coke. Meth. Meth. Yeah. Meth. You weren't. You. You didn't grow up with enough money for coke. I gotta bust out my teeth. I gotta lose some teeth. But then get like veneers. Veneers. Yep. Like Uh these big, like bright white. So my teeth look like big. They're way, way too perfect. Like your teeth are way too perfect. And it's just like I learned, and like it changes the way I speak because they're so they're so tightly wound into my face. But then you also got to get on like testosterone, so you got to get all muscly. Oh, TRT, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I am all muscly. I'm about it, about it. I'm gonna do that for sure. Yep, you got to get all muscly, Mm -hmm. and then you have to talk about how veiny you like. Do we get tattoos? I got tattoos. Eh, you'll get one. one. You'll have one, but it's like one that you don't tell anybody about. Okay. And you'll tell everybody that you got it like it was a mistake you were high. Because now you're now you're giving your life to Christ. Um so so is it gonna be a cross then? No, the tattoo's not a cross. It's it's gonna be one that like like, smiley face that's winking. It'll probably be just like I love you, mom, or some shit like that. Anyway. Basic. Like Tara. Some girl you had a fling with in South Beach. Sarah. Yeah. Some some girl. Names end with an ah. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. It's Myrtle Beach, uh, <laughs> t- circa 2010. Yeah, yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. We made love at the beach for hours. I've never seen her again. She's probably dead. So, um, <laughs> heroin. So, or meth, yeah, so whatever we're doing. Your backstory is uh, you grew up in a rough neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, you're, you're, you're kind of there already. Dad wasn't really around. Dude, you don't have to be fucking so on the nose about it. Listen, I'm I'm just saying this is like ninety percent. Shit, I have to do math. You're right. You're yeah. right. I'll do it. I'll do it when I get home. Yeah, yeah. So then you grew up I in a rough really, neighborhood. I, re- I live really close to the bad part of town. Mm-hmm. I'll get some meth. Yeah, yeah. It'll be simple. Anyway, you you grew up in a really rough part of town. Okay. Mm-hmm. From there, you you fell into the wrong crowd when you were in like junior high, high school. Okay. Okay. Yep. You know because it was cool. You got into some trouble as a kid. 
somehow you kind of persevered, managed to go away to college, but got kicked out because you got into a fight. Okay. From there, you worked some dead-end jobs, but weren't really amounting to much until you ended up in a plot to rob a bank or a drug dealer. Pick one. I th- bank sounds more exciting. Okay. Yeah. Rob a bank. I'm going to rob a bank, yeah. Uh, you were going to be the wheel man. You were going to be the getaway driver. Always. It's okay. always the getaway driver. You're going to be the getaway driver. So they always get in the, the car. bridesmaid, never the bride. They get in the car. This is your car. It's registered to you. You guys managed to get away, but then you get caught a couple days later driving the car. So you get pulled over. Get ID'd. Yep. yep. Okay. You go to jail. Okay. You're in jail for a little bit. But then you meet some guys that introduce you to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You turn your life around. You get involved in your local church. You start speaking. You meet your wife. Her name is Erica. Uh, Another A. Yep. yep. Another A. Uh. Erica's also damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but through the power of Jesus, you guys are able to come together. You have two and a half kids. And you go on this like speaking engagement tour where you talk about like how you were able to turn your life around and how if you can do it, anybody can do it. You sell books. Yep. What's the book called? It's like, um, you know. The book has a white background off the rip. And it's a picture of you standing there. Um We'll call it Against All Odds. That's the name of the book. That's so generic, though. There's been oh, they're so all many, generic. But, no, but so many books have been called Against All Odds. So uh-huh. it's, it's got to be something like uh, like, uh, like Greener Pastures. Okay. Um, and it's a picture of you on the book, though. And you're wearing, like, you're wearing the typical, like, uh, Long Island dad outfit. Okay. So it's, like, the button-down <clears throat> shirt with, like... The cuff detail, like the cuff rolled up to show the under detail. Mm-hmm. I already know you're. Oh, believe me, I yep. know that outfit. Yep, I grew up in that outfit. Oh yeah, and then you're like <laughs> smiling really hard. Your teeth are so fucking white and straight. It gets to the yeah, and it gets to the point where we've taken <laughs> straighter and whiter than Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> My teeth are so straight and white. I almost drank it. <laughs> um. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, my family is, like, basically those people where they're just, like – like, I can imagine that photo shoot for that book cover, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, a Sears catalog background, and you're just, like, squeezing every inch of happiness into your smile. Yep. And then after every break, you have to go and look down and grab like, – go over to catering and just, like, grab a quick bite to eat, mm-hmm. and people go up to you and ask you questions, and it's like, I'm trying to fucking smile here. <laughs> like, you just get so angry. So, yeah, just, we need uh, – You just squeeze all of the happiness out of your body. Oh, yeah. Just because you've right sold yourself to the actual devil because you're yeah. like, I, I thought my life was just a struggle, and then I realized that – that I am the struggle. <laughs> All for speaking engagements. This is what you do now. You're an inspirational speaker. That's the speaking tour. It's called I Am the Struggle. Yeah. yeah. I Am the Struggle. That's the book, too. I Am the Struggle. Perfect. I dig that. But yeah. I feel like I Am the Struggle, though, has a more darker tone to it. Like, yeah, but somehow I'm, but you're I was like. fucking more doing meth. A, I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, I Am the Struggle sounds like a. But there's no uplifting a, a part. Paraplegic football struggle. player. Uh, no, but there's there's got to be an uplifting part. The, like I am the struggle is not necessarily uplifting. I am the struggle is like the darkest inter- before the dawn. Is like I've I've internalized my demons. Yeah, and now I like do a lot of push ups. Like 
it has you're not you're not Jocko Willink here. You're it's true. I'm not Jocko Willink. Um, yeah. I gotta think of so like, it can't be like we do Darkest Before Dawn. The Darkest Before Dawn. That sounds like a Christopher Nolan movie though. Like it's gotta be. It's gotta Batman Darkness Before the Dawn. The darkest. The night is always darkest before the dawn. Um, something. It's gotta be super generic and super like greener pastures. Okay. Um, it's gotta be like sunny days are ahead. Ooh. Yeah. I like that one. Sunny days are ahead. Yeah. That's too like funeral card ish. Yeah. Uh. Mom. Hmm. We need one. We need a. Uh, rainstorms and rainbows. No, that's rainstorms like, and rainbows. No. Uh. Yeah. Just, yeah. God, this is a tough one. Um. Th- pressure hmm. makes diamonds. That's a good, yeah. Pressure makes diamonds is good. Pressure makes diamonds. Um, um, <clears throat> that one also feels like a football player, though. Yeah, it could Just be. Just like my life as a middle linebacker in the NFL. Yeah, um, yeah. After being raised by a single mother. By a single mother and doing crack. Yeah, and uh, then finding Jesus. And then, like, it's all of, <laughs> that's the thing, though, about all these, they all, it's all the same Struggle, story. drugs, Jesus. Like, yeah. There's the, there's your, yeah. there's the epitome of that Struggle, book. drugs, Jesus. That's Str- all of it. And I, I always wondered, that's the like, book. where's that? What if Struggle, we, what drugs, if we just, Jesus. What if we just came up with the most literal title uh-huh. of the book and that actually hit the everyman? And it's just the everyman that's just like, why don't you just and tell me, and, instead of saying it's, it's mm-hmm. instead of peeing on me and telling me it's raining, why don't you just tell me about the book? Mm-hmm. It's just like, how about we just call it Struggle, Drugs, Jesus? Okay. <laughs> so the book is called Struggle, Drugs, Jesus. That's, yes. that's the whole. The book is called. Struggle, struggle drug, drugs Jesus. You gotta write that down. I am writing it down. Struggle drugs Jesus. Yeah. I like it. I do too. Struggle drugs Jesus. Wow. Whew. I mean, th- but that is the God family football. Con- struggle, for, for struggle drugs Jesus struggle is the God family Jesus. football. Because yeah. I mean, I listen, I'm the living embodying embodiment of struggle drugs Jesus because my family. <laughs> has hit so many of those different levels. Uh-huh. Once we got to Jesus, sometimes we went back to the drugs, but oh, yeah, we tried. Back. You always circle back. Every, everyone's family has struggled drugs in Jesus. Listen, you ever done Everyone. heroin? No, I haven't. <laughs> ne- but... Neither have I, because I like it too much. We've talked about oh, it. yeah, it'd be too fun. That's our problem, is that it's not that I find, it's not that I think that heroin is dangerous. I think it's just going to mm-hmm. be so much fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why struggle, I... drugs, Jesus, I like it. I do too. I like it. This is, in fact, this I'm going to write new this lane. book. Yeah. Please do. Yeah, it it, it has to be extremely like interracial. You've got interracial. It's got. <laughs> it's got to be extremely Ins- inspirational. Inspirational, <laughs> not interracial. I love that's where your head's at. Yeah, yeah. you're just like I just want to be so interracial, inspirational. Blacked.com. Yeah. Interracial HD. So it's got to be extremely inspirational. How much porn did you watch before this? <laughs> Actually, none. What if we made a porno called Struggle Jugs Jesus? Struggle Jugs Jesus. Struggle Jugs Jesus. That Struggle would be Struggle <laughs> Jugs Jesus. The triple X parody of the of based on the book Struggle Dr- Struggle Jugs Jesus. I think um god, that's awesome. I think that's uh I that might be the that might be might be the name of my first comedy hour. Struggle, struggle, dr- drugs, drugs, Jesus. Jesus. Okay, <laughs> pretty. Ex- hope nobody's st- don't steal that. No, um, struggle, drugs, Jesus. Jesus. I like it. 
I'm I'm in it. I'm in 100%. it. hundred percent. I'm gonna write this book. The thing about that's that's what I never understood though about the uh, the inspirational speaker. They all have pretty much the same story where there's some bad struggle in life. Yep. They did drugs. They did drugs. Found copious Je- amounts of drugs. Yep. Found Jesus. And then they found Jesus. All of them. And then somehow through finding Jesus, yeah, they managed to become an inspirational speaker. Yeah. So why don't we call the book like SDJ? SDJ? An, yeah. So it needs an acronym. Okay. Because because I feel like because people love shortened terms, they love acronyms nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're you know you're on this book tour, yeah. you know, you kind of adapt the SDJ lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, just what like, is my story specifically? Okay, so you so you want to start with your struggle. So I feel like your struggle was you were uh, you grew up in a small town. Okay, uh, like Iowa. Okay, min- like. Midwest, you know, Midwest, Midwest. USA, Nebraska, okay. Iowa. Um, you know, you worked on the farm. Okay. You know, you did mill work. Mm-hmm. 10 cents an hour. You know, very, you know, middle America, hard nose work. Okay. Uh, your father was an alcoholic. Your mm-hmm. mother was the only person that would keep you on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, you would wake up at night to your father beating your mother mm-hmm. um, after you came home from you know a tough day at the mill and mm-hmm. then he and went to, then he went down to the uh the to, local watering hole the local lo, the local watering hole which was called like the rusty bucket okay and he went to the rusty bucket and uh-huh. you know he, you know he got drunk himself into oblivion drove yeah. home uh, papa um, papa wrestled with his demons yeah, after coming papa, back from the war yep papa wrestled with his demons he was in korea and yep. uh he had to figure some shit out mm-hmm. and the way he figured it out was by slapping your mom around <laughs> and that was that was his demon. charlie's in the bushes <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> it's kind of funny it, it, it is a little funny actually um if if thought through a different lens uh-huh. uh well, your, your, your father in the, charlie's in the bushes yeah, <laughs> just pops your mom. He he wakes up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs> just he can't escape the the vision of a seventeen year old Vietnamese boy. As you're torching uh, his home with a blowtorch, as he was choking him with his own bare hands, open his eyes and his fingers are actually wrapped around your mother's neck. Yeah, well, <laughs> body weight and all. I mean, the real choke. <laughs> Body weight and all. None of that pussy shit. No, 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 no. None of, this that, is st- not... none of that stuff you see on Monday nights and wrestling. No, no, no. This is real. Like his hands are fully wrapped yeah. around her neck and he is pushing down all of his body yep. weight onto her trachea. Yeah, this and is. And she is just gasping. James, James. <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Susan. Wakes up in a cold sweat trying to kill your mother. <laughs> like, just. <laughs> Come back to his, his, his sleepwalking is unknowingly trying to murder your, your mother yeah. and and uh y- you walk in on that and you're just like dad he goes james jr get the hell out of here and fuck out of here jj and he and he chases you down the hallway uh with his beretta and he doesn't know why he has a beretta in his hand he's like what the fuck? how did i get this and it's just it's just cold sweat and just danger like that's the <laughs> Which is also a very, which is also another great name for a book is Cold, Cold Sweat, Sweat and Danger. Danger. It's a new J.K. Rowling it's a new novel. J.K. Rowling. Ooh. Ooh. Now, that so. hit, now that one hits on the nose. <laughs> Cold Sweat and Danger. Danger. Actually, Cold Sweat and Danger is actually probably a great name for the Ellen DeGeneres uh, biopic. Cold Sweat and Danger. 
It's just a Rolex Daytona with blood on it. That's the cover. Cold sweat and danger. <laughs> my life is a PA at Ellen. <laughs> yeah. So by by the way, through, so through my YouTube rabbit holding and what the algorithm yeah. recommends, which is probably how I got to so much red pill content, is because I watch a lot start- of videos about like expensive watches. That's your problem, though. It but, is. It is. But that's but not, because but that's of not that. An I overly broy thing to do. Like I no. like I I like looking at the the mechanisms. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But mechanisms of course, you get into cool. like. But of course, you know, you see a video and it's like, oh, this is Ellen DeGeneres' watch collection, which, by the way, she has some fucking heat. Yeah, of course she does. So it's like, yeah, here's... It's fucking... Dude, she is... She, she's a fucking trillionaire. Like She's, she's not is, only a trillionaire, but she's the OG, like, she's the OG lesbian. So yeah, if you're yeah. the OG lesbian, you better you better walk with some king shit. Like, yeah, so, yes, does Ellen DeGeneres have a gold Rolex Daytona? Yeah, yeah, she does. Does she have the biggest dick in the room? Also, yes. Yeah, she does. That thing smacks the floor. Yes, and yes, it, does she have a cold demeanor and does she smack around her staff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And does she subscribe <laughs> to Struggle Drugs and Jesus? Probably. Probably. Yeah. So, listen, yeah. Dory from Finding Nemo, it was a tough life. <laughs> Just keep swimming. Just. Jesus, she's made so much money. I know. Ellen has more money than God. She's made so much money that even, even mm-hmm. after she has braided her staff, Gotten dragged through Hollywood, shut up for mm-hmm. four weeks. She can come back and do her virtual show, well, I'm just, and just be cool with it. I'm just thinking, right? So she had a she had that sitcom in the '90s, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Then she did Finding Nemo after selling out some stand up tours. Yeah, no, she, I mean, she legitimately is a, a a funny person. Absolutely. Do I think? I, do I know she, if she's writing her own jokes? I can't say. I think. In the I think she's got a team. Yeah, I mean, I even Kevin Hart's so. got a team. Well, yeah, yeah. Once you get that much money, you're just like, I gotta be funny. I need help. Like, yeah, yeah. But then she also had, she did Finding Nemo. Yep. Which part made, of a franchise. We made a bajillion dollars. Made a lot of money. Good movies. And she has the the Ellen Show on TV, which which has been going on for like ten years now. I am willing More than to say that, right? that she's probably never even touched the Ellen Show money. Probably not yet. She's, she's probably still spending. She's still got Dory money. Yeah, finding Dory, finding, finding Nemo, Dory. Finding, she probably hasn't even touched finding Dory money. She's got finding um, Nemo money. It's what tr- we about, baby. About that, about, about that Disney money. That. Yeah, Pixar <laughs> money. Who Pixar baby? Yeah. Merchandising, cash. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that money, you silly lamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, the. No, she definitely hasn't touched anything. But she had a ton of endorsement money too. Late nineties, yeah. like early two thousands. Like Ellen was like a legit spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Visa, she did fucking oh, uh, not right. Visa, American Express. You're right. Uh-huh. She was. You know? Wow. Her and Seinfeld, they were like wow. the OG American Express comedians. Wow. So she's made money. I know. And you got Kevin Hart doing fucking Chase commercials. Peasant. Get on American Express. Oh man. I, I have a Chase credit card. Actually, they have I great use, I used to. Points, points. Good points system. programs, low interest rates. Um, good, good introductory offers. It's, um, no, I understand it's it. Like, good, good credit. Listen, credit card. listen, you so go, fine. you go who want, you go to the place that butters your bread. Oh, now, absolutely. Ellen has had her bread buttered by many a corporation, so mm-hmm. she's made decent money. So the <laughs> fact that anybody is shocked by the fact that she, like, you know, probably has a couple of young boys chained up in the back in the bullpen mm-hmm. waiting to go, just being waiting to fire her, her, her fifth PA that week. Yeah. And she brings in, you know, J- Jonathan, who's a, an intern from NYU, mm-hmm. who's just waiting to make it into the big time. And he's shaking and crying, and she's just like, my coffee's cold. And she spills it in his face, and he goes, it's boiling hot! <laughs> 
still it's still cold. Cold for this heart. Yeah. How many how many PAs do you think that she's like threatening to rape with her strap on? This week? <laughs> or, or or like throughout the years. Well we'll just say this week. Oh, this week? Like three. I would say I can count it on one hand, I think. Okay, okay. I'd say it could be a cool five. Okay. Maybe one a day. It, but yeah, she's she's definitely like, my dick is bigger than yours and I keep it in my nightstand. Yeah. Today it's in my pants. And then she like <laughs> opens, then she spreads the legs Isn't on her like her wife, khakis. Yeah, her wife is like, a, she was a model, yeah, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, Portia de Rossi or something like that? Yeah, look that, look, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, look that shit up. But yeah, and then... Ellen Ellen goes into staff meetings. If you, if you fuck a, a woman named Portia, <laughs> yeah. you better have the biggest dick in the room. Like. Absolutely. And I think you remember Pinky, the por- the ebony porn star. I think she have all the tattoos. No, Pinky no. didn't have a ton of tattoos. Pinky Pinky had a huge ass. But anyway, Pinky. she was she was very well known for her uh, her lesbian scenes, where yep. she'd have this huge strap on. Portia De Rossi. Yes. Yeah, uh, they've been married since '08. Portia. Is it? I think it's. Yeah, it is. Uh, Portia Lee James DeGeneres, who was born Amanda Lee Rogers. Lame. Yeah, Portia De Rossi. Yeah. Known professionally, Portia De Rossi is an American, is an Australian American mm-hmm. businesswoman, philanthropist, former model, and actress. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm a little upset that you don't know who Pinky is, and I feel that you need to do yourself because as I need to do some research as part of this podcast, you are part of Black culture. You I, need to I familiarize am. yourself with uh, Ebony Erotica of the late 90s I'm and early on, 2000s. I'm hopping on the hub right now. Just type in Pinky. Bone too. And you'll see a fairly light-skinned woman who's extremely thick. 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 With thick. pink hair. It's just Pinky, right? Yeah, Pinky. And she is known for... Is that her with the diesel? Yes, that okay. is Pinky. Okay, and she's known for her... I'm fairly familiar with her work, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. You've, yeah, you've probably seen Pinky's work. Yeah. I'm also very familiar with Shane Diesel's work. Oh, he's a legend. I mean, he does he does work. Yeah, yeah. Shane Diesel does work. W-E-R-K. Yep. In fact, the name he's, of the video might be Pinky versus Shane Diesel. It is. <laughs> Why? Uh, here's the thing. Uh, and, and here's some, you know, here's some greasly booties. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's yeah, those, Pinky those with are the strap with on. The strap on yes. Okay. And she is doing work she with is, that strap She on. is working for okay. what I can only consider to be that porn is, minimum wage. Her, her, tra- her uh, she is actually really known for she was she, was she the og strap-on artist yes okay and she that is like the big thing she's known for is her lesbian scenes because she gets this she, huge strap-on she fucks massive yeah. strap i mean that that strap-on is probably in cherokee d asses like intestines like it's good name drop it, it's it's in tickling her it's tickling her it's tickling her tough yeah yeah like she feel it's shifting her kidneys like yeah. It wants you to hit hit that dangly thing that swings in the back of her throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but through the other other but, way. But through the through the vagina. Yep, yep. Um, wow. Yeah, that was graphic. I only watched like five seconds of it, and uh, yeah, that I've never seen a strap on scene quite like that. Nope, nope. 
Yeah, you, I mean, she was doing gymnastics. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. she's doing shit Simone Biles won't even try. Heavy, heavy squats. Heavy squats. Heavy squats. It's, it's a, ass on ass. It's, it's yes. amazing how anybody has the flexibility to penetrate a woman while also... Or the quadricep strength. That is... To n- be able to sustain that squat while thrusting. Did you just watch the, the I watched, squat. I, like I said, I watched the thumbnail and it was good mm-hmm. enough for me. Uh-huh. Um, I would say that's the one thing I do in erotica nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I admire the most is the is the core strength mm-hmm. and the the really the intestinal fortitude of the performer. Yeah, to try the things that they do. <laughs> intestinal fortitude. It really the intestinal fortitude of the performer <laughs> to, to do the things that they do. Oh yeah, with no remorse. None at for all. anybody in the room, including the cameraman, because he. I got to tell you, the two most dangerous jobs in porn are the cameraman and the boom mic ap- operator. He Oof. has to get – there are some shots that he has to oh, get. Yeah. And he's getting sprayed with juices. Fluids. Fluids. He is – like he's got a baby at home that projectile vomits. Doesn't mm-hmm. come close to this. Oh, this is nothing. No. Basically, it's like – imagine like the Titanic and then imagine a speedboat mm-hmm. hitting the same iceberg. You think he wears one of those like yellow ponchos? Of course. At the, Do you, you, know. you know what I truly enjoy is like the behind the scenes stuff where it's like a guy who's like really getting deep into it. He's like just eating a donut while he's like shooting the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> want to smell these shots. And he's just like, Did you get there from that place on Melrose? It's a good donut, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Randy's, right? Yeah. Randy's. Randy's donuts, real thing. A. Great. A. Yeah. Yeah. So. I got to tell you, it's um, the biggest thing that I take away from what I just watched Okay, are the asses. That's one. Oh, they're huge. Big, just Big. greasy booties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, that's, that's, what, that's what... It looks like they took a dance in Crisco. It's delicious. Normally, I find the term ebony mm-hmm. a little offensive, but when it refers to erotica, it's... I know, but like... It's what they call it. But it's porn. It's what, it's so what like, it is. Listen, if you get offended by the spot-on... <laughs> depictions of pornography uh-huh. like here's the thing in pornography they're gonna ask some weird shit uh-huh. they're going to ask some weird shit and you just have to be okay with it because it's fantasy but it's over fantasy uh-huh. it's fantasy that takes it to the next level it's a girl that's going to a uh, an eight on one gangbang going up to a black guy being like i got a funny question okay. to ask Actually, you. <laughs> I, I do a, a funny story that relates to the term ebony okay uh, i Does was in high school and ivory no. Okay. I was well, somewhat. I was in high school, <laughs> and I developed a friendship with a young man who many would have considered a little nerdier at the time. Is it me? No, it wasn't you. Oh, it wasn't okay. you. Anyway. Oh, I was like, where's the story going? Anyway, um, and one day we're just talking, and as you know, high school boys tend to talk about the ladies, mm-hmm. and he says, hey, Gerald, you know, you're. You're black. And I was like, where are you going with this? And he was like, well, how would I talk to, you know, the ebony girls? And then I was pretty much like, well, you know, don't call them ebony girls. I'm pretty sure Maybe I know you need who to slow is. down with the and porn thing. And it's really making me feel a hundred times better about everything. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll talk about it off air. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> The Ebony Girls. The Ebony Girls. Some, and what is I was this, like, Huck Finn? What the fuck are yeah, you saying? And I was like, uh, well, don't, don't call her Ebony. <laughs> like, and like, you, you know, lost me. That's yeah, I was like, don't call her Ebony, and maybe slow down with. Maybe don't call her the the colored girl. 
how do I imagine if he just looking at you dead in the eyes and you're just like, how do I how do I speak to the blacks? Like, yeah. It's just like, like, God damn, man. <laughs> slow down with like the maybe stop. Maybe stop putting people in categories and mm-hmm. treat them like a person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you need to check your Pornhub algorithm. I was going to say, he, the only reason he said the Ebony Girls is because he watches that type of pornography. Oh, yeah. Like, that is that is 100% a, a porn-driven... You want to hear a funny story? Okay. About why I lost my virginity? Let's, might as well do it. All right, fine. We have never talked about this. We've you not. told You told me about you've lost your virginity on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. I have? I think so. Probably. At least some version of it. Yeah. I used to derive my stroke when I was 18. I lost my virginity when I was 18. Okay. Based on the pornography that I watched. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Didn't we realize that the girl that I lost my virginity to was the same age as me? And she was rearing and ready to go, but yet I still licked my fingers like I was in a fucking porno before I started fingering her. <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. Like, just started... Because hindsight like, being twenty twenty, like, she's 18 years old. Yeah. And... I licked, licked my fingers like, I, like I'm at a fucking Dairy Queen. You really didn't need to do that. <laughs> you just did. Because in your mind, you're thinking about Rocco Sofredi. No, was, honestly... <laughs> No, I was in. I was in that. Fr- just spit on it too. No, it was like Manuel Ferrara at that okay. point. He was just like, oh god, where he was just like you know going in there and he's just like really going to town and he's just and he's not even speaking English. He's just going oh, yeah, yeah, you like that, yeah, yeah, like it's, young Nacho Vidal out yeah. here. <laughs> young dude, young Nacho was a, was an ass assin. Like he was he oh was ruining buttholes at that at, in two thousand eight. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 2008, I mean the the. Wait, wait. I, so tell tell the story though. That of was how you. It was basically just a lot of like over trying, and it was like I didn't. I don't need to do anything. I just need well, to didn't do we it. All? Yeah, but didn't at 18. All? Yeah. But like, imagine. But when I was doing it, the other girl was just like, "That's hot," and I was just like, well, "Is it?" Here. Now no, I feel like not. I'm over lubricating. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing though: is like we okay, so we're we are. We were both born in the year 1990. Mm-hmm. We kind of grew up with the internet. Oh, we yeah. went through puberty with internet porn. And I would say we're the millennials are the first generation that went through puberty with did, access to internet porn. And even at a young age, like a I, very young age. Like, yeah. Did you stump? Did you ever find your dad? I'm assuming your dad had a porn yeah. in the house. You found it, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. I found my dad's porn too. Okay. When, how old were you when you found your dad's porn? Like, were you, I was 10. I was probably, I was a little older. I was probably about 12 I was, I was, or 13. I was 10 when I found it. And it was, it was like that soft core, like mm-hmm. naked dancing stuff. Oh, this is a hardcore DVD. Okay. So you found yeah. a hardcore. So I found like the, I found. An, an ebony DVD. I found a, like erotic dancing type okay. of thing. It was basically like the aerobics of porn. Like it was very dry. And I was okay. like, I think somebody can come to this, but I can't be certain. Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of like that. It mm-hmm. was a lot of, like, women in sequin. Like, mm-hmm. it was very broad stroke stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, and but I got, it wasn't. Yeah. And I got caught. Like, they uh-huh. were just like, Where'd, how did this pornography end up in the VCR? Okay. Must have been the kid. I never got caught. Yeah, never got caught. Congrats. It took, after my first try when I got caught, I would never get caught again. Uh-huh. Yeah. I Actually, gonna... I did get caught, but not in the act. I got caught afterwards. <laughs> and here's how. Um, 
<laughs> so one day my parents were because there were parental controls on the computer. Jeez. And it would compile a list of so this was like every Windows two thousand. Yeah, yeah, something like this. So it would compile a list of every blocked website that was tried. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. They tried. I to distinctly access. remember this. Yes, of course. Yes, and my list was long. Had a lot of X's. Yeah, there were a lot of websites I yeah. tried, and a lot I, of X's, I found a couple. A lot of P's. Yeah, I found a couple that the uh, that the that the uh, the parental controls didn't pick up. But yeah, but what I do is I just you mind sharing trying. those websites because I feel I'm like I'm trying to remember. I think one of them was like, should I just say it? Funberry.com. Not familiar with that one. I don't even why think it's you, around why anymore. Why are you pretending like it's a big deal that we talk about the yeah, a, a website in 2020? Yeah, that's true. Especially as the, like this particular website. It was like in should I talk about it? Yeah, fucking talk about yeah. it. It was back in like 2003. Yeah. Just <laughs> 17 years ago watching, at this point. I'm watching at, at actually here's 2003 because I remember this distinctly. Mm-hmm. I was at my aunt's house mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. <clears throat> I remember okay. this. And, uh, and, so... Uh, we were there during – it was uh, when the Philadelphia Eagles lost the NFC Championship again uh, okay. to the Carolina Panthers that year. Remember that? When the Panthers played the pa- the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Yes, I do. Yep. I do. So Carolina went into Philly, beat Philly again in the yep, NFC Championship yep. game. So I was visiting my aunt's house in Philly with my, uh, my dad's side of the family. So we stayed at my aunt's house in Philly for the weekend. My aunt had black box. <laughs> and the black box had – multiple had multiple full color ready to go pornography the spice show oh yes the spice there was no lines there was no fuzz this okay. was clear as the night is day See, and now, i was like i was 13 and i was like i'm gonna come on this couch that is gonna <laughs> i'm gonna fuck this <laughs> that's ba- that's basically what went through my head I was like, I'm 13 and I'm coming on this couch. Oh, Because I was like, listen, 13, I was just popping boners. I was like, I'm ready to uh, go. So I just, I remember, I distinctly remember the porn. Like, that's how you know a man's brain is working, is functioning perfectly. Uh-huh. Because I remember the porno distinctly. It uh-huh. was super late and I knew I, every creak of okay. the upstairs, I'm flipping the channel. And I already had it ready to go because Sports Center was on the other side. Okay. And was this the first nut you busted? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. It wasn't the first, but it was the one where I, it was the first one that I figured out. It was the first one that I knew I had to go into the bathroom to finish off. Okay. It wasn't like, I can't just, I can't just be coming to my aunt's couch. Yeah. So you had to like, like there's, there's too much risk yeah. here. So you had to, now you can, I would say <laughs> pop into this one in Google cause the, the, this is a real porno and I'm curious if we could just search the 2000 free version of it. Okay. The, the name of the pornography was warning I fuck on the first date. And I remember this distinctly because that was because in 2003, when you had the cameraman go up to the girl and he's just like, hey, what's your name? And she's like, my name is, and it's like, Angelica. <laughs> my name is Tiffany. Yeah, my name is Tiffany Presley and I'm a ball hog. And it's like, <laughs> all right, Tiffany Presley. And then it's just like, hey, I'm Jenna so-and-so and I fuck on the first day. Yeah, see? Morning, I fucked up first name. 2003 video. Here yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. I found it. That is dangerous. That's oh two hours my worth. God. Yeah. Morning. <laughs> Don't you love the music? Yeah, this is 2003. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. There is go home and what? It's the full two hour, two and a half hour videos. Jeez, there are so many. There's a lot. All right. You pretty much get the point. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to see if I recognize any of these scenes distinctly. Wow. She is. She is hungry. 
Yep. She is hungry for some ice cream. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You I found know it's white, but here comes the hot sauce. <laughs> Shouts out to Cameron. Shane's out so, to Cameron. Um, yeah. So that's so that's what I'm dealing with. Is that fucking just like pulsating in the background? Bing, 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 bing. Like that's like the porn today is so discreet. It's just like let's just get to the fucky fucky. Like it's just yeah, like, yeah. No, there's no story to yeah, it. Yeah, there's no that. Moby it's fucking techno going on in the background. Gonzo, for sure. Now that, but I just remember that distinctly. Okay, it just like stuck out in my mind. Um, but like the just like days like that where you have to think about it. Like mm-hmm. In 2003, I'm sneaking porn to my aunt's house. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, but those are, those are things that made us who we are. Yeah. I mean, I remember when real sex. Boys turned to men. Yeah. Boys to I think, men. I think I told the story about having real sex on the pitcher and pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell it on the podcast. You've told me the story before, though. Okay, so it, this is... I remember this is my first time actually firing one off. Oh, okay. So I yeah. was... Uh, this, this is my first time discharging my firearm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm at my parents house or whatever and the way my parents house is laid out is you can definitely hear everything going on in yeah, the your, living room your parents have a very open concept in yes their house. yeah so anyway from their bedroom you can so anyway what i did was i put on something on animal planet about like hunting wild pigs or whatever and in the picture in picture I had on uh, Real Sex on HBO. So the so the picture in picture on the so, the small picture was the Real Sex. The small picture was Real Sex, and, and then the big picture was you just trying to learn about <laughs> pig fucking yeah. or whatever it was. But anyway, it was that one episode of Real Sex where they're like talking about latex, and I remember there's this one part in particular where this woman is about to put on the latex suit, and she is greasing up these. Big old soppy titties. <laughs> and you're just like, I don't know what to do with myself. I unleash on myself while watching. I'm not even touching. I'm just watching. And because I'm so young and impressionable, I unleash on myself like a civil rights hose. <laughs> just all over my, my, my cat in the hat pajama pants. <laughs> uh, I probably turn off the tv and i go upstairs and you know wash myself up in the bathroom and i'm like there's mild shame i'm a man now yeah there's mild just, shame now yeah. but i just it, filled it my came, belly button it came out i'm a man now <sighs> like a civil rights house. yeah yeah and then once then pandora's box was open yeah it just it, it yeah. listen at that age i mean what are you gonna do man I'm trying to remember. I was Everybody probably like comes. 12 or 13 at the time. So yeah. like somewhere in there. So see, we were both around the same age. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's usually sneaking around age. porn at our, you know, at our respective houses that we yeah, were at. Yeah, yeah. And that was when it. That was when it happened. Yeah. And you know, me and my penis have been tight ever since. Yeah. Now we're like this, son. Yeah, we're 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 yeah. in tune with each other. Your each pe- other's your feelings. penis made a kid. So I mean, like it did. It works. I mean, you can't get any more tight than that. Yeah. Yeah. You it know? works. Did we miss anything? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did we, we not? I don't. I don't know. We talked about a lot of stuff tonight. Uh, I mean, we, shit. We talked about. I mean, we're about to go on a book tour with Struggle Drugs Jesus. So Struggle Drugs Jesus. Yep. We're talking about watching watching porn in risky situations. Yeah. As as you, which by the way, you go through such great lengths to come I when feel, you're like I know, but even at that age, but now even at thirty, like you have to, like obviously you can you know you you have a, you have you have women's that you can. Mm-hmm. Make you know, make love to, mm-hmm. make sweet, passionate, 
love to marital love to marital marital sex with yeah. uh, but then but like there's some euphoria that comes over you when they leave for a little while and you're mm-hmm. just like i can watch whatever i want every like, now and then just to now and then when clear out the pipes on a saturday or like or like a middle like middle of the week they're gone for like two hours at night and you're just like I gotta find some weird shit. <laughs> you just, okay. I gotta this find is, the weirdest see, shit. Like, here's where the here's where we come full circle. The red pillars come back. Mm-hmm. A lot of them talk about this practice called semen retention. I've heard of this. You've heard of semen I've retention. I've heard of semen retention. Okay, it sounds fake, but it's okay. but it's. I think it might be real. I don't think it is real. Okay, I think it's mental. I think it is too. Um, I just think it's. It just no. seems so far fetched. I think it's. I think there's part of it that is real, and I think it, part of it is fake. It's. It's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like the hype behind intermittent fasting. We say that intermittent fasting does like so much for you. I think in reality, it's just a way to like make you more hungry. Really, just a way to like condense the amount of calories you eat in a day by eliminating a meal. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Semen retention, they always talk about how it's like this miracle way that if you just don't come, you just don't jerk off, you wait until you actually have sex with your wife or whoever, Mm. but it prevents you from wasting so much testosterone and it makes you hungrier and angrier and more at it and you'll get more out of your workouts and you'll work harder in life. I and think it's a biological anomaly thing. Uh, yeah. I just feel like I, I certain reality, men are just, you know, few, you're just fertile and ready to go. So I, I do think that there are people that are addicted to masturbating. And I think a big part of that is actually procrastination. I don't think it's necessarily... procrastination. Exactly. Oh, I don't think it's actually addicted to masturbating itself. I think you're just... A lot of people are just kind of avoiding things that they really have to do in life by like escaping for a few minutes you know i gotta be honest that that, that has you you've that, jerked off to waste time before i, I fucking still do that was like 90 percent <laughs> of college for me like, I, st- just, I still do it today where i'm just like you know i have two choices i can sit on a computer i can do the work i need to do or i can take a half hour and please myself uh-huh. hmm they you know the 30 minutes pleasing myself sounds way better than breaking leaves like one of these is gonna feel better yeah right now do i want to go outside and mow my lawn or do i want to stick a finger in my ass Hmm. I might. I might. I might explore my butthole. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's just. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a modern man. I'm a modern man. You know what? <laughs> She's gonna be gone for a little while. Maybe I'll put it on the big TV. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Chromecast and a dream. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, man. That the, the negotiations you have within your own head. It's just like, okay, she's gonna be gone. She's leaving at seven. She'll be gone till nine. Do I have enough time to masturbate in the living room? Like that's just. <laughs> I don't want to make this too awkward. I don't make this too awkward. I got I got the big bay window, and people might see inside, but fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> it's just my house. Some exact. Listen, there's some there's some mornings where I'm just like, listen, I got a full erection. Uh huh. You know, just balls full of cum. They got they got some something's got to happen. Had any cum in those balls? Yeah, something's got to happen. I'm either yeah. doing one of two things. It's I'm my making lotion. my I'm making myself breakfast, or I'm jerking off. What am I doing? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Got to keep intermittent fasting, so we're jerking off today. We're we're jerking off first. We're mowing the lawn, then we're eating at 11 o'clock. I did say that I was going to be better about moisturizing. Well, this is lotion, and this is my penis, so, you know, hey. Um, The smoothest part of my body is my my own cock and balls. Yeah, Yeah. not a... (laughs) 
The rest of my body looks 63, but my penis looks 14. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John, what happened to you? Your skin looks as ashy as a 60-year-old, but your penis is 25. <laughs> <laughs> penis is Jergens. 25. Yeah, I, well, I have a Jergens penis and a fucking Mike Pence body, so... <laughs> All yeah, right. but uh, I, I, <laughs> but the thing about semen retention, though, I do think that maybe some dudes do have that problem with they could jerking off. But even then, I don't think it's an actual. I still think even even at like even myself, like I find yeah. myself des like like definitely wanting to jerk off more than doing certain tasks. Oh yeah, but Which even I then, like but it, I feel like that's every guy. But even then, it it only I think that's every semen wielding man is yeah, like. But I feel like it only really reaches that level of compulsion if like you've crossed in the land where like. You're sitting in Wendy's. You just finished eating in the parking lot of Wendy's, and now you just have this need to masturbate yeah, in no, the Wendy's park. That's never when it gotten an to issue. that point. Now, that's yeah. not to say that I've. Were you ne- just you well, got to drop tra- like no, I'm not in the Wendy's parking right lot. Now, but that's not to say I haven't had a thought like I should probably go somewhere and, and finish this off real quick. Like, yeah, maybe go to my house like a person. Like, just yeah. But if you have the need to. To aimlessly jerk off in a Wendy's parking lot, you're the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, this dude has a problem. But if that's not your problem, then you don't have a an addiction to masturbating. Perfect. I was going to bring it up with my therapist this week, so this is good. I'm glad we did this yeah, earlier. Yeah, so you're yeah. not you're not addicted to masturbating. Maybe it's procrastinating that's your issue. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I just like procrastinating, yeah. Maybe. Cool. Procrastinating can be fun. It really can. Would you rather rake leaves or jerk off? Yeah. Hmm. So d- is semen retention the but also the thing is what do you what are you retaining come for it's gonna die anyway yeah i was gonna say it, it's literally there it's listen <clears throat> yeah the it's it, your your balls are boiling water uh-huh. all right and it but just, also the amount you ejaculate does not because there's an old athletes thing where they would tell boxers like 48 hours before a fight you can't you can't come you can't come or whatever yeah you need but to then, keep that the libido up yeah. yeah but then they did some studies and they found that that was complete horseshit it's complete horseshit. they want you to come like 24 yeah. hours for a fight yeah well they found though that like your your testosterone levels are not really affected by how much you come you come yeah. because this is sperm that you've already produced so in a way like it's it's in your body but it's not in your body anymore like yeah. it's not really contributing toward to your testosterone levels in a way true if anything they do want you to come before a fight so you'll be a little more relaxed yeah so that's about it but it has nothing to do with your testosterone levels. true that yeah so just imagine not coming before a fight and then just taking a floyd mayweather right hook <laughs> just like oh, i wish i came first <laughs> should have came before this you know, god damn it. at least it would have felt good you know now i can't right. now i lost all my family memories yeah. thanks floyd like <laughs> Oh man, I got CTE now. Great. Oh shucks. Now, now I'm not going to see my baby grow up. Thanks, yeah. Floyd. Thanks, Floyd. Yeah. All right. Uh, this has been a uh, another <laughs> arousing rendition of the Wine Boys podcast. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to be in uh, Albany at uh, the Madison Theater. I believe the Madison Theater parking lot mm-hmm. um, because we're doing things socially distant. Come on out. Um, it's going to be a good show. Some great comics that are going to be on that stage or whatever the fuck it is. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a tent with a microphone. So comedy, (laughs) comedy in 2020, a microphone and a dream. It's all you need. Yep. So I might wear, uh, I don't know. I, I, I might wear a pool vest just in case. 
I think you should wear a uh, a high vis vest. Oh, maybe it will. Like direct traffic before the show. <laughs> and you get on here just like, hey, uh, whoever's the owner? Yeah. Whoever's the owner uh, of the 09 Civic? Your car's about to get towed. <laughs> <laughs> so. Six people run to the parking lot. <laughs> Everyone. It's like a. <laughs> It's a good. It's a good starting joke. Of yeah. course, everybody's got a fucking civic here. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, boys. We'll see you next week, and thank you for uh, enjoying our presence in your ear holes. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. I love you. Please call me back. <laughs>